What's up, everybody? Welcome into Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood, the podcast, as well as on YouTube, youtube.com. Look for uh, J Hood Media. The reason why we're jumping on is because of breaking news. It took place not too long ago on Wednesday afternoon as Damian Lillard, Portland Trailblazers, trading Damian Lillard to play alongside Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks as part of a three-team deal that also includes uh, the Phoenix Suns. At Portland, we'll receive Drew Holiday, Andre, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first-round pick, and uh, unprotected Milwaukee swaps rights in the 2028-2030 in those drafts. But because Damian Lillard is going to Milwaukee, you say, well, why is Jeff Fox from, from Miami on, my guy from Miami? The reason why is because I just want to be able to drink those Miami tears uh, as pro- from Chicago. Okay. And Jeff Fox <laughs> joins me here. On Under the Hood, as always, man, I appreciate your time. Hey, I appreciate you, big dog, man. It's, all, it's been a long time since we uh, hooked up, but it's always a pleasure. I just need to talk to you about this. Now, so the Bulls fan is watching and listening to this and saying, well, how does this affect us? Well, listen, the the Miami, the Miami Heat, I thought, were in line to get Damian Lillard, and I thought that Miami would have a lock on the East. But he goes from Portland to Milwaukee, and it's kind right. of like, okay, so – once again, the Bulls are the divorced child on the side of the road looking at the parents' fight. And so he goes from Portland to Milwaukee. So as a Heat guy, as a Heat lifer, how does that make you feel? Very bad. Very sad. Uh, the the whole state. I mean, right now there's uh, tears all over South Florida because we were pretty certain that we were going to get Damian Lillard. And now everybody's looking at Pat Riley with the side eye because I mean, there's all kinds of conflicting reports out there, you know, but Heat Nation is baffled as to why we can't get a big fish ever since LeBron got away. Uh, we, you know, managed to get Jimmy Butler, but clearly this team that's managed to make its way to the NBA Finals twice in the last four years has yet to get another superstar, bonafide superstar, to go alongside uh, Jimmy Butler. And once again, you know, you got this situation with Damian Lillard wanting to come here, mm-hmm. wanting to come here, and we can't get it done. You know, and I'm hearing different stuff, so I don't know. We're, well, just, we're just upset. Well, listen, you're very close to the Heat, and so that's why we were hooking up today because the perception is that Pat Riley can be able to reel in the big fish. Yeah. But here's the thing that I look at with the Heat, again, from the Chicago standpoint. So, yes, you got to the finals two out of the last four years. But don't you want to be able to get to the finals and win it easier than just saying we're a try-hard team, we'll do what we can and scratch and claw to be able to win the championship? I think it's easier when you have Dame in that spot so it's not such a struggle for Jimmy, such a struggle for Eric Spolstra. To have Lillard in place, to yep. me, Jeff, it's like, okay, now we don't have to be the underdog getting on top. We actually are the favorites and going to win the championship. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And Heat fans are really tired of this getting to the final stuff. And that's it because we're always the underdog once we get there. You know, against the Denver Nuggets, we were clearly overmatched. This is a team that played on heart, that played on sheer determination, on grit. But that's not going to do it. You need talent to win the championship. And you need more than one superstar. And, uh, you know, no disrespect to the Miami Heat, man. No disrespect to the Heat culture. I get it. We always find these overachievers 
you know, but that's not going to get it done ultimately when it comes to winning a championship. So and he fans are tired of that. So, Jeff, are you hearing what everyone else is talking about regarding how Dame would have preferred to join the Heat? What's the what's the backstory of all of this? Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping that this isn't the end of the story because previously Dame had said that if he was traded anywhere else other than Miami, he was going to request a trade. Well, Milwaukee's not exactly a bad place to get traded to to play with the you know, either the number one or number two best player in the world. And previously he had said if he had to pick one superstar that he would play with, you know, who, who if he had to pick somebody, out, you know, just clearly out the blue, who you would want to chase the championship with. Well, he did say it would be Giannis. And, and Milwaukee looks pretty formidable right now. If you go, if you hit the court with uh, the Greek freak, uh, Dame and uh, Chris Middleton. I mean, that's that's to me clearly the number one team in the East. So okay, I'm just looking at this and I'm wondering what who is expendable on the Heat that could have made this deal. Does this mean that Tyler Tyler Hero would have to leave, or or Kevin Love or Lowry? What's the deal that could have been in place for the Heat to make this deal for uh, for Dame? I don't know if Pat Riley was playing hardball. I mean, I'm hearing stuff that he didn't call the uh, Blazers back. That you know, it could be a bit of a heat arrogance. You know what I mean? Like, like we're not gonna oversell, oversell ourselves just to get Damian Lillard. We're not gonna give you more than what we think we should give you for Damian Lillard. It, it could be a bit of heat arrogance. I don't know that for sure, but certainly, you know, we try to sell the culture. We try to sell the fact that we got to the finals with Gabe Vincent and, you know, and 67-year-old Kevin Love and, and, you know, all these other guys. So, you know, I, I don't know what it is. But I'm hoping that this is not the end of the story, that Dame sticks to his guns. But Chris Middleton and Giannis, they look pretty attractive if you're Damian Lillard and you're chasing the championship. I just think it's bananas, though, that if Giannis says, listen – you know, and he again, Giannis is not from this AAU circuit where it's like, man, I'm just going to jump. Like, right. I don't like what's happening. I, I, he's not demanding a trade, but in his own European way, right. he was kind of like, you know what, man, supply me with some extra players just in case because he can walk too. But I think that that solidifies Giannis for quite some time because I think the door is open for them with a, another championship now that Dame is part of the team. Oh, yeah, clearly, clearly. I mean, I think this puts the Bucks at number one in the Eastern Conference, um, at least head and shoulders above everybody else, I think. I mean, you got three guys that can finish the deal, that can close, and the ultimate closer in uh, Damian Lillard. So, I mean, it's going to be hard times for everybody else in the Eastern Conference. You know, I'm hearing Drew Holiday might be out there. and I mean, some consolation prize that is, you know. Like, we wanted, we wanted Dane. And clearly, uh, we're very, very disappointed here. And now there's some rumbling from Heat fans. And I can tell you, I have my ear to the street, man. Yeah. Like, they're like, Pat, man, what's up? You might have to give up the throne and let Alonzo Mourning take over. And I'm not opposed to it. Hmm. Now, and I'm not opposed. We, we've had it, man. We've had it. I, I think that the Heat arrogance, I think some of that is is fine. 
but it's about more hardware, right? It's about always, listen, a, a finals appearance is awesome, but as you mentioned, there, the Heat ran out of gas, right? They, that's what happened against the Denver uh, the De- Denver Nuggets. And so... Same just, thing happened against the Lakers. No question. I, I'm just wondering, could you give us the layout of where you're looking at Riley and you're saying, yeah, you still have, you don't have the same type of force in the league like you used to. I mentioned before we, we clicked on about like I mean, a few years ago with Whiteside, like overpaying for Whiteside in an era where it's about guards. Like, like Whiteside was never going to be a dominant guard, even though he'll, a uh, dominant center, even though he'll tell you like, oh, I can get a do- you know, triple-double with blocks. It's like, right. like it didn't happen enough, right? And so is there examples of Riley's ineptitude where you're like, yeah, he might not have the same fastball? Yeah. I mean, look at the Duncan Robinson deal. You know, you're paying that guy $90 million, and and he wasn't even in the rotation at times, you know? So I'm in the playoffs I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, I just think Pat Riley can't just walk into a room and throw these championship rings on the table anymore and get whoever the free agent at um, his eyes wide open. Oh, my God, this is the great Pat Riley and the Armani suits and the slick hair. Like, that, that crap is, like, kind of faded away. I think it's time for somebody else to take over. So you're right. ready for Alonzo Mourning to step in there, his, the the next guy in line? I think so. I think so. You know, because you maybe Pat Riley's time has passed him. You know, maybe he just doesn't have – he doesn't speak these guys' language anymore, whatever it is. I mean, he's been around forever, you know, and he's near retirement. I know he wants one more championship before he does retire – but it might be time for some new blood in that front office, man, because this ain't working. It ain't working. Listen to you cry about the heat. And all <laughs> I can talk about is Vucevic resigning with this Chicago Bulls team. You should be so lucky. Yeah. As, as I sit here and watch an average-ass basketball team right. roll this way through a season, Billy Donovan, if he could get himself a college job, how tough things are that's mm-hmm. how tough things are right now in chicago i mean like we're muddling through just trying to get by hell we <laughs> what happened at the end of the season to the to the bulls right what happened right taking on the heat taking on atlanta yeah and then faded out no bueno they no bueno <laughs> i mean and that's the thing we can out tough you we can out outlast certain teams but when it comes down to it, Jay Hood, you either have it as far as talent yeah. or you don't. And Jimmy Butler is 33. Okay? Yeah. And he's our best player. And he's 33. We need – and Dame is also 33, I believe, but he's re- they, they're ready to win now. So he'd have been in win-now mode for like the last three or four years. And we can't get that other chip to put with the pieces that we have. And it's very frustrating uh, for the Miami Heat fan. Trust me, if they could walk the streets of Miami right now and protest in front of, of that Heat arena, they would do that right now. They are very upset. You just need that extra juice. So can I get you – you want Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan? <laughs> That'll put you over the top. Um, that, that mid-range from DeRozan who never shoots threes, you want that? I, I would take DeMar DeRozan. Yes, I would. I would take DeMar DeRozan. He, he's solid, man. He's as solid as they come. 
we could use a lead guard too. You got one of them? Can we? Um, there's uh, how about switching the Toronto boys? Kyle Lowry can come up there. <laughs> oh my god, the, the listen, you think the cuisine's great in Miami, Chicago? What yeah, that's gonna be on that, on that, on that deep dish pizza. What you yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, for real. It, 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 I can see Kyle Lowry eating him, eating himself out of a job up there in Chicago. Nope, <laughs> nope, for real. But I mean, it, it's rough down here on heat pads, man. Well, well, rightfully so, because look at what you have. As long as you've been in South Florida, you've never had it this great. Yeah, you can complain about the heat. You'll be a deep playoff team, but you, you're so spoiled, Fox. You, you, well, you're, you're a deep run in the NCAA tournament. I, I was there when, you know, listen, we're on, we've been on a pretty good run down here. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, when you factor in the Heat, you factor in the Panthers, and now here come the Miami Marlins, who are just a game out of the wild card in yeah. Major League Baseball, and the Dolphins are apparently the best team in the NFL. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it ain't too bad. Not to mention the beaches and the sunshine. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We don't do too bad down here. Yeah, because I've always said about college basketball. I mean, the bastion of great college basketball is always in South Florida. I've always right. said that, right? I'm right. Saying, like, whether it's the U, whether you know Florida, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So, and FSU is always tough as well. You you've got nothing to complain about. I understand yeah. your heat tears though, but you're doing just fine. <laughs> I wish that we could talk about deep playoff runs and possible national championship aspirations. I, I got you know I got the White Sox selling uh, one dollar tickets on Thursday. Oh my god! I got the the sky. The, the Candace Parker leaves town. Sky barely makes the playoff. They get in there. Like I've got I've got the Bears zero three. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I've, I've been watching your podcast, man. I, I, I've seen the, uh, the the sob stories on um, <laughs> on the Bears, man. Like, I don't know what's going on there. I was about to ask you. Like, what's up? Oh, it's – well, you're, you're – I mean, I like Justin Fields, bro. That's fine, Jeff. But, you're like, you're a 3-14 and 14 team, and you're trying to rebuild the ball club. And then right. you get up to an 0-3 start. You take on Jordan Love, who hasn't played – you get him out of mothballs, and he makes uh, Green Bay look like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers is running it. Right. So, so you lose that game. You go to Tampa. We all know that Baker Mayfield, that is a stopgap quarterback if there ever was one. And they make him look like, you know, Tom Brady. Yeah. In the Tampa uniform. And so that happens. You're not being Kansas City, especially Arrowhead. And so now next is Denver. Now, how is this that Denver loses 70-20 to 20 to the Miami but mm-hmm. get a three-and-a-half-point uh, favorite against the Bears at Soldier Field. How's that happen? You lose by 50, but you're, yet you're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That tells it, you where the, the Bears are right now. Wow. Yeah, that's a great point, man. It doesn't happen like that very often. No. You know, and that's listen. how bad things are. Last year, the Dolphins played the Bears, and Justin Fields looked, like, fantastic against the Dolphins. So I don't know what's, what's happened within a year. Um, the whole controversy about him throwing the coaches under the buses, you know, and all that stuff, uh, talking about, you know, the coaching and all of that. I, I think the Bears have, I think you guys have failed Justin Fields. I think he does have potential. And I don't like the way the Bears are doing it. I think they threw him out there too quick. But it's just like you have to determine what's best for Justin Fields, right? Like, so they're trying to make him out of a pocket passer, which he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when he does have a chance to be a pocket passer, he holds the ball too long, gets sacked. So, so Fox, the problem is, is that you, we know that he can run with the football, but that's not sustainable. Like you're not Randall Cunningham. You're not Lamar Jackson. I mean, when he was at Ohio state, he was not running with the football. Right. Didn't have right. to. He had a strong offensive line. He had weapons. So he didn't have to run. He's running now more so than ever. For his life. The line is terrible. The line is terrible. Yeah. So I'd, I'd run too, but yet they're telling him to stay in the pocket and he's like in between. Right. right. And so, I mean, the Kansas City game tells you all you need to know. You're taking on one of the best defensive lines, and I would say that for Kansas City, they've had good defenses, but this one's strong. And there's Justin Fields just taking sacks, holding the ball five seconds. Like you can't do that. And then on top of that, the route running. I know it's in the weeds, but you got DJ Moore to be able to get touchdowns. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore is frustrated now, and so he just got here and he's pissed off. So it, it's it's a mess. I'll tell you this: you're zero three. You're not going anywhere. But if you lose to Denver, who also is only three, not going anywhere, then we're looking into Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes for sure. Yeah, that that's 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 pretty sad to see the Bears in such. I mean, such a great historical franchise. You know what I mean? Um, and I think the NFL. Seriously, I'm not you trying to rub it. I'm not rubbing it, bro. Don't do that. I'm not trying to rub it. Don't do that. Don't pat me on the head, bro. Don't do that. I know what you're doing. You're sitting there with your, with your Miami, uh, with your Miami Dolphins and your seventy points. McDaniel, yeah. McDaniel's is like, well, we didn't want to rub it in, so we could have scored more, but we want to rub. You didn't want to rub it in. Yeah, so we're struggling to score in Chicago, and that's the big that's the your, big debate down here. Yeah, it's fine with your palm trees and your warm weather and all your winning. Sit up there, pat me on the head. Thanks a lot, Fox. That's a real <laughs> friend right there, folks. Right there, that's a real friend right there. Yeah, I do all right. <laughs> you do all right. All those uh, everybody in that background's winning. All that that background of yours on YouTube, yeah, they're all winners. Every yep. one of them. Yep, the Canes are back. Uh, I mean, we not quite back. back, but we're on our way back. Yeah, the U's back. Like that's, yeah. And here I am sitting here with an zero three team that's the underdog at home for a team that lost by fifty. That's. That's my life. That's that's uh, that's pretty sad. Um, I, I got a sound effect. I don't know if it's gonna work here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jay Hood. I mean, if, if it's any consolation, you're always welcome to South Beach. You know, you get. I've got a show called the Miami Man Cave. You're always always welcome there uh-huh. to come on the Miami Man Cave whenever you can come down here. And uh, and kick it with us. We have lots of uh, beautiful women, mansions, yes. speedboats, <laughs> and, I gotta, Luke, and I got Luke. Yeah, with Uncle Luke and Trick Daddy or Brian McKinney. How about that, huh? And I got a frozen lake in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. I got losing in a frozen lake. Thanks so much. Thanks. A right. Lot. Thanks a lot, Fox. I appreciate that. Hey man, it's all love, man. It's all love, man. Great chopping it up with you. Yeah, I just I I don't understand. I love when you're because you left a little something out there. You left some breadcrumbs mm-hmm. because you just told your audience and my audience that they're that the story's not done. You must yeah. there's something going on here that you're not telling us. Like Dane because, said, go ahead. Yeah, because I don't think. I mean, I haven't heard it from Dane's mouth that. He's going to go to Milwaukee and just accept what the Blazers gave him yeah. because here's where Portland messed up. 
No other superstar free agent is ever going to want to go there because their greatest player in the history of the franchise told them that he wanted to go to South Beach and play for the Miami Heat, and instead they shipped him off to the rival. You know, and, and this went on all summer. Like, I thought this thing would be a done deal when Dame came out and said it. I thought they would do the noble thing and just, you know, take the best deal for the Miami Heat. Apparently, all that didn't happen. I think we'll find out later. Dame has come out and said that he's going to reveal some information later on. So I think he's going to rip the Blazers front office. I know he thanked the fans. But I think there's more to the story. I'm trying to figure out what's up with with Portland and the Suns part of this deal. Like, I understand the Suns are going to be pretty much rebuilding. Like, you know, Thug, Grayson Allen now is part of the Suns. Jurkic is there. Okay, so that's part of that deal. But for Portland, DeAndre Ayton and the divorce was happening, Fox, because clearly Ayton didn't want to be a son anymore. Um, He pretty much got his coach fired. I can say that. Yeah. Say like. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think that that's because there was a disconnect there um, with the Suns coach and DeAndre Ayton. So, Ayton now in Portland. Drew Holiday is a good player. I don't think Drew is going to stay there either. I think Drew is going to get eventually get released, or they're going to work something out. Word on the street is that the Miami Heat may be in the Drew Holiday sweepstakes, and like I said, that's some consolation prize. What yeah. uh, is, is is homeboy Max Struz coming back to the team for the Heat? Max Struz is out. He's gone. Where, Max Struz is gone. Uh, I forgot who he got uh, sent to. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Because, you know, the one thing the Heat do, they always – I mean, you got to shoot a, a shit well, ton of threes. Yeah. Uh, and Struz, I remember covering him with the Winnie City Bulls, and he went to college here. So, and I'm just trying to figure out who's going to replace that three point shooting because that definitely was going to be Dame. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out what what happens now with your three point shooting. How does it increase? Because that's the really the hallmark of the well. Team. We still have Duncan Robinson. Uh, still have uh, Tyler Hero. Um, Caleb Martin is all right, I guess, from three. But uh, Max Truce is definitely gone. Gabe okay. Vince is gone. The free agency. Um, Axtrus, I do believe, is in Cleveland. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, right now the Heat, look, they, they added Josh Richardson, who's okay, uh, the rookie basket, um, Jamie, whatever his last name is. Yeah, uh, Jaquez yeah. Jr., the Jaquez, yeah. UCLA, yeah. Uh, Thomas Bryant, I mean, not sexy at all, man. Again, a bunch of YMCA guys, if you ask me, you know, and – and I'm tired of seeing that. A bunch of Tito Jacksons. You, you know, know what? I, I, I think I know. I understand what's going on in Miami. Like, they want a dame. But here's the thing. There is a there is a connection between, like, the New England Patriots and the Heat in that, well, you know what? We don't need superstars. We just need a system. And That's so, the arrogance that I spoke of. Yeah. Yes. Now, that – that look, I, I believe in the Heat culture because I've seen it myself. I know – the, you know, what it takes to be able to be part of that team. That's right. the most unique team in the NBA where it's about heart and muscle and work and all that. Yes. That's great. But yes. this league also is about stars. And as much as I respect Jimmy Butler and everybody else should, 
he deserves better. He put out there, by the way, that the Bucks were tampering. Did you see that on social? Yeah, I saw that. I, I posted it on my Facebook page. <laughs> I think so that was just frustration on Jimmy's part because I think Jimmy and Bam were looking forward to Dame Lillard coming here. And for once, the Miami Heat would have a formidable team, at least for the first time since we lost LeBron, mm-hmm. because they keep overachieving. Now, there's no disrespect, but they they beaten Milwaukee, a favorite Milwaukee team, twice in the last four years. He knocked them out. Lost to them once, beat them twice. You know, and I had the conversation with uh, uh, a friend in Houston where um, Giannis was just training with Hakeem Olajuwon. So, I, I, I just, I just think that you know, and and Bill Belichick's feeling it as well. There is no Tom Brady, and there are no stars. So you're trying to win without like definitely top level, top shelf superstars. And same thing with the Heat team. Well, we have our culture. Well, I believe in the culture. I believe in Spo. But yep. the thing is, though, is that it's an easier path to be able to find someone that can fit into your culture, like a Dame Litter, because. As long as he's healthy, he's going to give his max effort. Is that one of these guys that's just going to chill on the sidelines and say, I'm not playing tonight? He's going right. to give max effort. That would have gotten you over the top. I think it, so. It gets you away from Haywood Highsmith and, like, you know, and, and, guy, and Caleb Martin and guys like that. Like, no, no shade against them, but you need stars. You do. That's the facts of the NBA. And, you know, we're getting ready to do media day in a couple of days, and Haywood Highsmith is one of the guys that I asked to to interview because I think he has a lot of potential. You know, he showed flashes during the playoffs last year. And I like guys like that. But we always build this Heat team on guys like Haywood Highsmith and Gabe Vincent and Max Strooks, you know, and guys who are undrafted. The Heat have the most undrafted players on. Nobody cares about all of that. No. Nobody cares. We want stars. I mean, so there you go. The tears from my guy, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, and only and all the, all the championships, you know, all, the, all of the, the deep postseason runs and he's mad. Um, so uh, yeah, Jeff Barber uh, on my comment says he, he can't stand Pat Riley. He says, Jeff Barber says, please retire, please <laughs> retire Riley. Yeah. Well, you know, there's some people down here hoping that happens as well. Um, I like Andy Ellisberg spoke with him. Uh, during Udonis's, uh farewell tour last year. You know, I mean, th- you said you hit it on the head, Jonathan. The heat culture is, is, is something that we have to get away from now. Like, I, I think Pat, the, the rumor was Pat Riley used to just throw the rings on the table and then sit back and don't say nothing. Yes. <laughs> you know, just look at the rings, man, you know. And you want a couple here as a you know as a GM and one as a coach, but that's not enough anymore. That's not well, enough anymore. I, I would agree, but again, I respect it. I respect the culture because I, I I've seen it win, Fox. I'm just saying, like that's cool as a base. Here's who right. we are. Because here's the thing: as a Bulls fan, we don't have those standards. Yeah, like there's no mission statement for Bulls basketball. Like I guess the mission statement is to keep jacking threes until if you see if you can win. And right. when I watch the Heat away from the Bulls, when I'm watching the Heat on a nightly basis on the package, I'm like, look how they move the ball. Look how they get the overman for three. Look how they get back on defense. There's always an effort there. And again, 
the Heat heated up when they needed to in the playoffs to be able to win the, those series. But at some point, wouldn't you like to have life easier? I know as a Bulls fan, it's it's we don't have a star. Yeah, you have Jimmy Butler, who we once had, who we tutored to be able to be a two-way player. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Like this is no look. Zach Levine's a nice player. Uh, DeRozan's a nice player. Vucevic is a nice piece. But we don't have that transcendent superstar to push the team over the top to at least be in the middle five of the right. Eastern Conference. You and you need you need at least two or three of them. And right now, we've got one and a half because I don't think Bam's that dude either. You yeah. know, Bam's a solid player, but he's not a superstar. You know, and, and they don't need to be putting his name up there like he is a superstar because he's not. Jimmy's a superstar, a playoff superstar. We need stars. That's it. And, you know, and whatever we got to do to sell them, uh, to get them down here, we need stars. And Pat Riley and the, and the Heat front office, they simply didn't get it done. I mean, whether it's their fault or the Trailblazers' fault, it didn't get done, and that's all we care about. We don't care about who fault it was. It didn't get done. And once again, we're going to try the team of overachievers out there and, and hope we can pull an upset. It Man, sucks. I, I can see Hawk Griffith now, the new head coach, laying back in the lawn chair, rolling the blunt, just happy. Just like, I finally get my chance to be a, a head coach in this league, and I got Dame and I got the Greek freak. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's, life is he's good humble. in Milwaukee, man. Right. So, so when we look at the East, we're talking about Milwaukee. We're talking about Boston. We'll see what Philly looks like without James Harden, with James Harden. I'm not sure what's going yeah. on there. Um, Brooklyn, Bro- Brooklyn, Cavs, Knicks. I mean, it's going to be a dog fight to get to the playoffs. One through eight. Like I know Chicago. Well, will, maybe two through two through eight because Bulls, number one is going to be the Bucks. Bulls will be the Bulls. You know, fighting for that eighth spot, seventh, eighth spot. Hopefully not with you again. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> you know, we took care of you, but then of course Atlanta was able to slip in there as well, the seventh spot. Um, right. You know, again, and it's always that that glut of young teams building Washington, Indiana, Orlando's going to be better this year, I think. Charlotte, Detroit's going to be better. Well, just with Monty, just being there, it's going to be with Monty being there. There will be a a. Oh, he's going to change that situation. He's going to change the culture. The yeah, he's an adult in the room. That's what that is. Like Stan for his time, mm-hmm. horrible. But now Monty will be there to try to lift their their cause as a young team. So that's. You know, Milwaukee again. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 again, Giannis just got tutored by the best low-post player in NBA history in Hakeem Olajuwon. So, God help the NBA if he's improved. Yes. And then you got snipers like Middleton and Damian Lillard to put out there with him. Oh. Like, I'm not looking forward to it. David Stern is rolling over in his grave. Like, oh, that market, Milwaukee again? Yeah. Of course, from a Bulls fan standpoint, 90 minutes up the road, Milwaukee's getting it done, and here we are. Lights on. We're just trying to keep the lights on the postseason, Fox. We're just trying to turn the light on, just to be the United Center, just for it to be alive for a postseason. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. Still living in Mediocreville, USA. But you're doing fine. (laughs) <laughs> we do all right here on South. At least the Dolphins are great. And then we got Messi. I forgot to mention Messi on top of that. Oh, yes, Inter-Miami. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 
It's, it's, I mean, life, it ain't all it ain't all bad, but yeah, we we wanted to get Dame though, so it's it's still not a great day, but we'll get over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on the beach. <laughs> as soon as you get on the beach, you forget all about it. I know. Forget all about it. I know. I got gloom and doom out my window uh, <laughs> here in Chicago. It's been rainy for I don't know fourteen days. Tell me, uh, tell us everybody about the the Jeff Fox show. Tell us about your platform. Yeah, I'm also uh, I'm hosting a show. It's called the the Miami Man Cave. Uh, you can find that at remixsportsmedia.com. The Miami Man Cave. I'm excited about that show. Uh, we're go- going into season two. In season one, we had Stephen A. Smith, DJ Khaled, um, Uncle Luke, Brian McKinney. So that's streaming on all platforms. Um, season two is about to come up, and we started off with a Chicago R&B artist. Uh, I think he's out of Chicago. Jack Kelly was on the show? R. Kelly? No, no, Jack Reese. Oh. oh. <laughs> is he from Chicago? <laughs> I think he is. I'm not sure. <laughs> I thought you got, a, like, a live feed in there. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't get one. Of the, 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 those guards weren't cooperating. I was trying to get the R. <laughs> they, they weren't cooperating. But uh, certainly, man, um, you can also find me. I'm on a radio station in Atlanta on 105.5 The King. It's an urban R&B station, so I'm co-hosting there. And I have the JeffFoxShow.com, primarily where I keep my sports content on the JeffFoxShow.com. And you can find me on Instagram at JeffFoxTheHost. So I'm trying to host everything. I'm trying to host everything. You know what I mean? I'm trying to stay busy. This is why I connect with you because multiple revenue streams. Yes, sir. Always on the hustle, always getting your voice out there. You got so many different platforms. That's why I follow right behind you. That's yes, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and uh, are you still selling the tea? You got some tea for us? Got the tea. Um, I'm actually. Not, I need to get back on it, bro. I, I, you know, I'm borderline diabetic, man. Like I, I need to drop some pounds and watch mm-hmm. that sugar intake. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 about that time right now. I'm drinking beet juice. Oh, beet okay. Juice something that I found that keeps the blood pressure really down, you know. And and you know, my dad's here, so he keeps me um, on all the uh, on all the, uh, the 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 herbs, the herbs, and, and all that that stuff, you know, that you could boil. And I got you know from the Bahamas, man. So I know, I know. Yeah. You always me, have some concoction. Yeah, yeah. Me, concoction. Buddy Hill, DeAndre, and, and Jaquel Jones, all, all of us, man. So we be on that good stuff. Yeah, Corey says that beets are underrated for sure. Yeah, beet yeah. juice is good for you, man. Yeah. For man. sure. I'm glad we were able to connect. I just wanted to just, just for a moment, just drink your uh, your Miami tears as Damian Lillard yeah. goes to the Bucks and not to Hey, man, I live down the street from Tootsie's, man, so... <laughs> See, so you don't want to know what that is, but that's a place you can really go drown your tears, and they make you feel better real quick. <laughs> that's, that's just amazing. <laughs> so again, NBA season's right around the corner. We can't find wait to find out what else is going to be happening in the NBA. So the main story: Damian Lillard goes to the Milwaukee Bucks, and Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler say there was a little tampering there with Milwaukee. That's already been put out there. We'll see what the fallout is from that. Yeah, absolutely, man. You never know what's going to happen. So we'll we'll keep hope alive down here on, on, on the beach. You know, you never know. Fox supports me, and we want you to support Fox as well. And, of course, the Under the Hood show uh, with Jonathan Hood, the podcast, as well as on YouTube. Look for J Hood Media there. 
And don't forget, we got merchandise as well. Merchandise. We got T-shirts, and we've got um, we got glassware. We've got tumblers, and of course, if you're in the Midwest, don't forget, or definitely in the Northeast, make sure you protect your hoodie at all costs. We got hoodies as well. Don't let ah, say hood with the hood. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know what happens? Hoodie season. It's cuffing season, but also it is hoodie season as well. Don't let your girl or your significant other take your hoodie. And we got those under the hood with Jonathan Hood hoodies available now. No doubt. All right, bro. We'll talk to you in the season, man. As always, I appreciate it. All right, man. Hopefully, I'll have some good news after media day. Um, October 2nd, I think it's for everybody around the league. So yeah. uh, that's when we'll find out and we'll be able to either win. What Callen say? Either win with us or watch us win. Right, right. <laughs> God, did. <laughs> All right, Fox, as always. Thank you, sir. Hey, it's been a pleasure, man. Good to see you, Jay Hood. Later. Later.